What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Good afternoon. It's Sean Kreitz on Fort McMurray Matters. I have a lovely guest in the studio here. Returning guest at that, it's the one, the only, Nadia Power with the RMWB Manager of Public Engagement, All Things Engagement Series. Nadia, nice to see you again. Well, hi, nice to be here. What a great introduction. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> no problem. Uh, hey, engagement series, that's a topic, yeah. uh, the pastime, that's kind of what you do, or a little sliver of what mm -hmm. you do. And it's the topic here again today. So last time you were on the show, I want to say it was last year, maybe November, somewhere around there. And then since then, I believe the engagement series were going on all throughout the neighborhoods. Have you conducted all the reports? What has happened from that time? Yeah. Yeah. So this is actually something that's more than a year, I guess, now in the making. We rolled out last summer with uh, having pop-up engagements in all the different neighborhoods around Fort McMurray. And then we really saw that that was striking a chord. People liked having conversations in their neighborhood about things that were going on right there. So that formalized into, as we talked about last fall, the Neighborhood Engagement Series, where um, myself and the team, the public engagement team, went um, to all of the neighborhoods in Fort McMurray and um, just, you know, sparking conversation and have conversation, having engagement opportunities right in everybody's neighborhood. We had some topics that uh, we wanted to get some feedback on, but mostly we were there to find out what's going on in people's backyard and what were some of the things that were important to them. And overall, um, just on a wide spectrum, did you find that the Neighborhood Engagement Series was productive? Oh, gosh. Oh, goodness, yes. We really did enjoy kind of meeting some of the people, first of all, that we already knew maybe from online engagement or we had met previously at other engagement sessions where, um, and just to back it up a little bit, Sean, you know, to talk about the way we did and still do sometimes do engagement, but primarily we used to... Um, the municipality would go out and engage when we had a topic or a project that we wanted to get people's feedback on. And, and that was great. And we mm -hmm. still do that from time to time. But we're really trying to move away from, okay, you know, now we want to know about this or now we want to know Instead about of forcing that. the subject on yeah. them, now they get to kind of yeah. bring stuff forward? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because the fact is we know that we always have something that we would like people's feedback on from the municipal perspective, but we really want to open it up and have a much more um, two-way conversation and to be open to hearing what are some of the things that are important to people out there in their neighborhoods and in the communities now. And so, you know, we would have met, we would have known some of the people that we met during the neighborhood engagement series from past engagements that we had. Um, I would say we had some common themes across town. We definitely did. It seems that a lot of people are interested in more beautification. We'd like to have more street banners. And when the snow gets off the ground <laughs> and the weather is more suitable for it, more flower boxes and just general beautification in their neighborhoods. Um, we also heard, you know, it was great to get down to the very... 
neighborhood level to talk about some specific issues. Like we talked to some people that had concerns around maybe a crosswalk that had just gone in in their neighborhood or mm-hmm. a place that they feel a crosswalk might be needed in their neighborhood. And this is great feedback, you know, because we, we hear about uh, the concerns right there on the ground from the people that live there. And we're able to take that forward and bring it back to the different teams in the municipality that might be able to do something about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, like how quickly can something be actionable from these? Like, So you bring it back, you said, to your teams, and then from there, um, how does it move forward? Yeah, you know, that's a great point. Even as you're saying that, I, I want to make sure that we are clear on, you know, it's not that we're going out saying, hey, what do you want to see in your neighborhood? We're not like a vending machine to kind of <laughs> say, what do you want? And we're here to give it to you. It, it's not that at all. It's really more to try to find out about um, what's going on in their neighborhoods. What are we doing that's that's working and you know, what would they like to see more of? So when we uh, raise cons- or when we hear about different concerns or issues or requests, it's not always as simple as, okay, we're going to get on that right mm-hmm. now and we're going to get that done for you. Um, let's just take the instance of uh, Crosswalk, for example. Um, it was identified in one of the neighborhoods that uh, a crosswalk that well, that we didn't have close to a school, um, it was really raising some safety concerns. So we were able to bring that back to our engineering and to public works departments and to say, you know, is this something that we should be looking at and getting action? So that is being done now. And when I say that it's being done, they're looking to see if this, uh, the level of traffic requires a crosswalk at that location, where there are crosswalks, and just to kind of dig in a little bit to see, is it a problem that there isn't a crosswalk marking there or is it that it's not lit well enough or is it that the traffic flow of areas close to that we're trying to direct traffic to are just not working Mm. so you know we are we do take that back and we get the important thing that i think is that we're reporting back to communities but what we've done with feedback from previous sessions which sean is Mm. what takes us to why we're here talking right now yeah just a week from now we're going to be going back out across um, the community to all of the different neighborhoods and uh, you know you asked um, what happened? Did we wrap up? Did we report back? And we did. We mm. um, we had summaries of main topics of conversation from all of the neighborhoods. Those are posted. You're going to hear me say a few times here at rmwb.ca slash participate. You can go find the Neighborhood Engagement Series and find out what were some of the hot topics in your neighborhood at the last session. What we're going to do when we go back out now is follow up say hey we heard this when we were here last time and here's where that's at here's what we're doing about it sometimes it's something that we can dig into and try to get action right away sometimes it's a larger project somebody might say i'd like to see a dog park or Mm. you know we'd like to see um, skate parks or something that's a larger issue and a larger item in those cases we still take the feedback back and then we prepare a response to say, is that something that's being planned? When we're looking at larger capital projects, they are generally multi-year planning. So we would be, um, you know, coming up this budget season, planning for capital projects that might be a year or two down right. the road when there's more significant investment. We would get into um, looking at different guiding documents we have. For example, in the case of a dog park, our parks master plan would give some guidance around how many we should have in an area for the population and for the geographic area that we're dealing with. And if there is one warranted and called for, um, you know, it's not just population and geography. It's always, um, we go back to look and see, is this something that people want in the neighborhood? Are we using the ones that we already have? Why or why not? So then it might be that this is something that's put onto 
the planning horizon for the next year mm-hmm. or maybe two years into the future. But John, the important thing is in all cases, we're ready to report back and let people know Okay, we heard your feedback, and this is where it's at now. Yeah, so these current meetings that are going on, you're saying you're kind of updating on what you found. Even those reports are posted, right? Yes, yes. But these are also just follow-up, just in case if uh, people these days, you know, whether it's myself or someone else, sometimes maybe we don't have time to read the report. So this is what you're doing is kind of breaking it down? Yeah, well, the reports are very very general, just to say, here are the hot topics, mm. the key things that we okay. talked about at the last time. Now we're going to go back out and have a conversation and give the updates. And what we think this is going to evolve into, because we're definitely seeing some common th- uh, like themes across all neighborhoods. So what we think we're going to do is just kind of start posting some frequently asked questions on there. If you go onto our municipal website, you can find, as I'm sure you know, Mm. a lot of information always about the different programs and services that the municipality has. So we don't need to duplicate information that's already there if people go in and can easily search and find the answers. But we do want to be able to share information about some common themes And if people continuously ask us about certain topics, then that triggers for us that maybe it's not easy to find that information or maybe we're not doing a good enough job of educating people on particular topics. So we're able to use that feedback to just improve how we communicate Mm -hmm. in general. And people at these upcoming meetings, uh, can they still ask questions about the neighborhood still or is it just only on the update? Oh, gosh, no, it's 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 about anything. So there's a few things. Um, I mean, times change, you know, it's, it's a different environment than it was a few months ago. And who knows what might have come up. I also want to make sure people realize that it's not just for them to come to the one that's in their neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, that might be the one that people are most interested in. But, you know, we did have, for example, um, in in Thickwood, you might have somebody who's attending from Timberley because maybe they live in Timberley, but they work in Thickwood. Mm-hmm. And so they're interested in something or vice versa. Or it could be somebody is attending because they have family that live in a different neighborhood. So I want people to know that everybody is welcome to all of the neighborhood engagements and you know you might have your own reasons for being interested in in attending and you're all of them so everybody is welcome but if we're sitting in Thickwood for example we're probably mostly going to be talking about things that are going on in Thickwood yeah yeah and I I think maybe is something important for the maybe anyone listening right now is to go check out those like general hot topic reports that were put Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. and if you notice something like if you're saying like oh I hope they talk about this and you don't notice it on the report well that's the perfect time to bring it up is that your local neighborhood engagement series yeah Yeah. part of what we're doing is um you know rather than going out as we talked about there at the beginning to just say this is the topic we want to talk about we're moving away from that style we know that there's always going to be some open um, engagement campaign that we have going on like right now we have uh the uh, annual policing priorities where we work with the RCMP to get some feedback from right across the region to see what the policing priorities ought to be or you know right now we have another also with RCMP ask a cop a question you might have heard about mm-hmm. that campaign um, we are engaging more now on downtown area redevelopment plan specific work with, with key stakeholders on topics like that so we know that there's always something that uh, we're working on that we really would hope to be able to get some feedback on. Um, and we will. We'll start the conversation. We'll always, you know, start with a bit of a presentation about here are some topics that we have going on right now. Also, here are some things that we talked about the last time we were here and, and give some follow-up on that. 
and then open it up just for any conversation that people would like to have. Mm-hmm. What we do know is a sort of an open house approach is not always the best and and you know frankly it just doesn't seem to work anymore where people would come into a room and you might have that whole right. room ringed with tables and, and displays movies, from every but. different department <laughs> right and you know and people walk into an area like that but then we're, we're leaving it with them to say okay I'm here now what you just don't know where to go or, or, or what's going on so we like to start the conversation with um, just bringing up some topics that like I said, that we have going on and we mm-hmm. know are interesting people just to get the conversation started. Right. And then it can go wherever people want to take it. And with that, we're just going to take our first break here on Fort McMurray Matters, but then we'll be back with Nadia with the RMWB. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back here on Fort McMurray Matters. I'm joined with Nadia Power with the RMWB. We're talking engagement series, a couple of the past ones. Uh, what did you learn from these past couple of engagement series that just went down? What did you learn from it moving forward? Well, um we know that the way we have tried to engage has not always worked, you know. We know that there, I mean, I'll just say it, we know that there's a bit of a disconnect between people and their municipal government. Um, people have not always felt heard. There's not been a high degree of trust, I would say. And it's not just here. It's not just here. I know from peers and professionals in the field right across the province and, and the country that Maybe it's coming out of COVID. I I don't know. Maybe it was just highlighted during the time that we weren't able to have as um, much face-to-face dialogue. Maybe it was just highlighted that we have to do better in talking about how we use the feedback. You know, people are tired of being asked their opinion on something and never getting reported back to, well, what did you do? with that or you know we'll go out and we might over engage on a topic you go out and you talk to people and they say we just told you a year ago we just told you two years ago how we felt about that what did you do with the feedback I already gave you Mm -hmm. so one of the things that uh, our team learned is we need to do better on reporting back what we do with information and with feedback and with requests for information that we're hearing from people so that's one of the key themes that you're going to find through the year um, before we got started here, Sean, I, you know, I talked about how I'd love a chance to talk about a few overriding goals of the engagement team mm-hmm. this year. And we have definitely three goals in alignment with our council's strategic plan and their guiding principles. One of those guiding principles being engagement, genuine and, and meaningful engagement. So one of the things you're going to find um, our team do this year is try to get better on reporting back what we heard. We have, I think, been doing a better job of like, posting information to say this is what we talked about. We need to go deeper and say, what are we doing with that engagement? Okay, so this is what we talked about, but but so what? Mm-hmm. You know, so what? Now what? And so over the course of um, this year, definitely you're going to see us try to get some tools in place to report back better on what we're doing with what we heard. And frankly, it's one of the conversations I hope we're going to have at this next series of Neighborhood Networks and the Neighborhood Engagement Series. I hope we're going to talk more about what do people need to know? How can we do that? Um, you know, we can try to come up with our best practices and ways and, you know, based on what we know about the um, about the topic. 
But really what we want to know is how do people want us to be reporting back? So that's one of the areas okay. that we're going to be working on at this next round of engagements. Yeah, that's kind of my question. When you are like getting back to people, getting like just getting better at getting back on the feedback, is it going to be individually everyone? Because that could be time some. Yeah. Or is it going to be like generally here's the frequently asked questions? Yeah. Or has that even been solved yeah. yet? Yeah. Well, look, first of all, I want to say, and I'll always put the plug in there for Pulse. When people want that one-on-one -on -one engagement, you can always call Pulse. Sometimes people are just not comfortable bringing up a topic in front of their neighbors or in a larger forum. And, um, you know, so always people for that one-on-one, -on -one, uh, you can call Pulse. We also, the engagement team, because we Pulse is in our department and we're working very closely with our colleagues there in Pulse to know what's going on. For example, before we go out to a neighborhood, we'll do a little check-in with Pulse and say, hey, you know, can you tell us what you've been hearing from mm -hmm. people calling in from this area? Just so we can kind of go out a little bit prepared to know what some of the hot topics might right. be in the area. Um, we we would not go back and calling everybody individually with feedback because you're right, that, that could get very time consuming. But more importantly, we want to be transparent and say, you know, what we're reporting on is available to all. So if somebody comes out to one of these neighborhood engagements and they're asking us specifically about a particular topic, we know that everybody in the room is ask is, is hearing that question. And, you know, it's the classic, when one person asks it, maybe many people are wondering yeah. about it. So we want to make sure that when we're reporting back, it's going back to everybody that was in that room and just everybody who might have wanted an opportunity to be there. So so any feedback, any updates and reports back are posted on rmwb.ca slash participate mm -hmm. for everybody to see. That might start um, kind of coalescing into some frequently asked questions and frankly it might be us doing a better job of directing people to places on the website where the information already lives mm -hmm. and for just like reporting back would it be like mm. yes we are moving forward with this crosswalk because uh we consulted with a b and c and conclusion it was xyz or was it or is it going to be uh, no we're not moving forward because are you doing both yes and no we're moving forward yes. with stuff that yes. type of thing yes okay yes yes uh, that's an important part I think in explaining building trust. the decisions it's not just us going Positivity. back and saying hey look you told us this and now we're doing it and so it's not just to say uh, you know when when we're responding and able to deliver on what it is that people are asking for it is just as important to say we heard you when mm -hmm. you said you want this here's why we're not able to do it mm -hmm. or here's why we're not able to do it yet or we're not able to do it exactly the way you asked for so it's i think extremely important in building trust to be able to just be very real and say you know we have limitations we we can't do we can't give every yeah every corner uh, a news uh, sidewalk or um, you know flower boxes or whatever it is that people might be asking for but we can sometimes share. just an explanation yeah, just kind of goes yeah we can share over. information about how we do make the decisions that we make you mm -hmm. know yeah, I totally get that. And then what's the overall accomplishment of this new engagement series? Uh, when you wrap up the last one, what's the move going forward? Well, you know, I think that one of the main things is that it's an evolution. We started um, last year with this, like going into the neighborhoods. And frankly, we need some more time to see if this is the approach that people want. So what we're hoping is that we're going to see everybody that was at the last neighborhood engagement 
hopefully they saw value in that and they're going to be able to come to this next one and bring some more of their friends and neighbors um what we're what we're hoping to do is really see if this is going to be a way not just for us to connect at the neighborhood level, but for neighbors to connect with each other. We're hoping that we're creating a forum where people can come together and just chat with their neighbors about things that are going on. One of the best, um, most gratifying things that happened at some of the neighborhood engagements that we had last fall was, um, you know, people were saying, well, we have this going on over here and it might be just two streets away and somebody else is like, I had no idea you were doing that. Uh-huh. So connecting neighbors with neighbors within their their own areas is definitely one of the things that we want to do. We're hoping that we're going to see more people come out. But frankly, it's not about the number of people you have in the room. It's about who you have in the room. Hmm. And we're really trying to reach those community connectors. You know, you always have some people in the neighborhood that are always the ones that are out knowing what's going on and trying to get people motivated for cleanups and block parties and things like that. So we're trying to connect with them so that we can find out what's going on in their neighborhood and that we can use them as a conduit for us to share information back out to their neighbors. Mm -hmm. And you said sometimes people might not be comfortable asking the question in front of their neighbors, this, that, or the other. So the in-person isn't the only way to get in touch if you have uh, discussion points that you want to talk about? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, always, I will keep directing people in through Pulse when you have specific inquiries. When people call Pulse, they um, there's there's a, a case number, a file number assigned mm. to that, and then we're able to trace it right through the municipal if it's going to a number of different departments because maybe, you know, you need to go over to engineering for part of the answer or legal or insurance or finance or wherever it might be. <laughs> and when we call... Pulse were able to track that through the whole internal municipal system. People can always reach out though to participate as well. Like you can um, go on to rmwb.ca slash participate <laughs> and um, there's a place there where you can connect in with questions, reach the, the engagement team specifically if you have any questions about the upcoming engagement or if there is Uh, If you go on there and you see any particular topics, like right now we have a bunch of different topics. I mentioned a couple of them that are open campaigns right now. And what I mean by that is that we're actively looking for feedback on specific topics or Mm -hmm. projects that are open right now. And you can always reach out through Participate if you want to be able to provide feedback. One of the things that we do know is that people want a variety of means of engaging. Um, In person is definitely always going to be Trump's. People always want to be able to have that face-to-face engagement. But people either are not comfortable or not available at a time that that's going on. They want to have other ways of, of communicating. So you can reach out at any time, whether that is through a quick poll that we might have posted or surveys that are open or virtual open houses that we would be hosting from time to time or just reach out. Just reach out and ask us to, to get in touch and we're always happy to do that. A couple more questions for Nadia Power with the RMWB on the engagement series when we come back. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back here on Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Sean Kreitz, joined with Nadia Power. She's with the RMWB. We're talking all things engagement series. We kind of covered the past a little bit. Now we're talking about the present and the meetings going on right now. When Who who gets the lucky shot at being yeah, the first we're neighborhood? Be, we're going to be in Dickensfield <laughs> for the first one on March the 6th. So we come out into Dickensfield 
Beaconsfield with Buffalo, Gregoire, then Abbasand. Um, you know, I'm just looking at the list of all of the different ones uh, that are coming up. Um, something I wanted to mention, Sean, because we heard it last year and we, we, we are very aware of, I wanted to bring up, is how you define a neighborhood, mm. right? Yeah. So we have aligned with what our census tells us, you know, how the region is broken up or how the, the urban service area, it's all very <laughs> you know, municipal sounding, isn't it? And formal sounding, how it's broken up. But one of the things that we are going to be looking at as we go through this quarterly, like every quarter, we're going to go out through 2023 um, into all of the different neighborhoods that we have identified. But another topic that we're going to bring up in every one of these engagements is you know, did we get it right? Like, is this the neighborhood? Just take Timberlee. Yeah. You know, if you're in Parsons Creek, you probably don't consider yourself part (laughs) of the Timberlee neighborhood or Thickwood. Where are you Thickwood and where is it Wood Buffalo? And so one of the things that we are going to be really digging into as we go through, um, and I'm I'm reminded of that because, you know, we now don't have an Eagle Ridge neighborhood or we don't have, um, (laughs) you know, people who say, well, I, I don't consider myself part of Timberlee. I consider myself part of um, Eagle Ridge or, or Parsons Creek or somewhere. So yeah. we are going to be, you know, don't consider the neighborhoods that we have identified as it. If you think that you are your own neighborhood and you'd like to have your own, you know, kind of conversation and your own neighborhood engagement, we're happy to do that. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't feel like you're part of Timberlee, but it's probably the closest one you <laughs> align with for this series of engagements, come out to the Timberlee engagement, would you? And tell us that going forward, you'd like to have your own smaller neighborhood uh, engagement. And we're happy to do that. Right on. And I also understand uh, Indigenous and rural relations are also involved for stuff outside of Fort McMurray. Uh, Do they kind of cover the same thing, but for the rural areas? Well... How does that all work? There's lots of crossover. Yeah. It's a good thing that um, Indigenous and Rural Relations Department lives on the same floor <laughs> down at Jubilee that we do because we're we're working together all the time. First of all, um, Indigenous and Rural Relations, I mean, certainly uh, the, Indigenous Relations leads the engagement with Indigenous communities. And by that, I mean uh, they would be um, the authority on and the first place that we would go if we're reaching out to specific indigenous groups, and that could be in rural or in urban. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are, are plenty of um, times and ways that we want to in, engage with indigenous communities here in the urban area as well. And we always work with indigenous and rural relations on that. But then as a department, they do lead um, a similar type of engagement series for different communities. So when you get outside of Fort McMurray, if you're going out to John Vier, Conklin, Anzac, for Mackay, for Chippewan, wherever, um, IRR, Indigenous and Rural Relations, is planning engagements in communities across the region. And we work to support them in doing that, but, you know, led by uh, IRR folks. So, for example, we know that Conklin, um, there is an engagement happening on March 8th. We know that um, Sapri Creek on March 9th. We have other ones going on in Conklin, Anzac, mm-hmm. all through I think all through March as well. Mm-hmm. Those are also listed on rmwb.ca slash participate <laughs> in the neighborhood engagement, even though I know those are community engagements, but just mm-hmm. for convenience, we have all of the engagements that we're doing in this style listed in that one place. 
So um, for many, you go to the IRR page and you'll get more information about community-specific engagements. But you know what? If you go onto that list that we've talked about, you're going to find when we're having engagements in Conklin and John and Anzac and all of those places as yeah. well. Roughly how long does one of these meetings go? Gosh, you know, we use, when we were doing open houses, yeah. we would say, we're going to be here from 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock. And, you know, and you're bound to have some people maybe drop in at about 5 to 8 and everything is wrapping up. And they're like, what's going on? It's like they missed it. Well, the fact is you probably did. So what we are doing now is we're saying we're starting these at 6.30. We'll start with a bit of a presentation and reporting back. Uh, so if you want to get all of that information, if you want to get the presentation about the hot topics that mm-hmm. we got going on right now, that all kicks off in the uh, neighborhood engagement series in all of the urban ones at 630. Mm. They're all at 630. And we say we're going to be there until people want to keep talking. Okay. It generally, generally is wrapping up. Well, it did last fall, generally wrapped up at about eight o'clock. So about an hour, hour and a half. There were some neighborhoods where... 8.30, 9 o'clock, we're like, you know what, guys, we only had this room for a couple of hours. We're going to have to start wrapping it up. And in those neighborhoods where we know we might have more uh, spirited dialogue and, and need more time, we've planned for that. So okay. we've planned to be able to be there for longer. So the main thing is that we start at 6.30. We'll go on pretty much for as long as there is conversation. What I don't like to do is give a hard end time yeah. because you know if we go into a neighborhood 6.30 and by 7.30 everybody is leaving I don't want us to just to be sitting around on the off chance that somebody might wander in at right. 9 o'clock right so I guess that's my way of saying that we're starting at 6.30 we'll go on for as long as people want to keep talking mm-hmm. about something we don't want to have an end on it because if we're in the middle of a really really great conversation and people are really connecting we're not going to just look at our watch that's and say right. okay time's up right it's not a counseling <laughs> session Totally counterproductive yeah, yeah. on what you want. No, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll go on for as long as there is good dialogue happening, yeah. um, and again within reason, respecting the boundaries and and the timeframes of the spaces and places that we've gone into. So, if we're um, in a school, for example, and we know that the staff need to get us out by a certain time, we'll let people know right at the top of the hour. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't work, and if we're going to need more time next time, we'll try to find a different place. Right on. Anything we haven't covered in between all of the engagement series talk that uh, you want to fill us in on? Well, you know, I mean, I know it's the end of February now, but we're still looking at uh, goals for the year and and, um, how we're going to be able to... uh, focus on some of the areas that we know we want to be able to focus on this year. So I talked about reporting back. That's definitely something that you'll see our team looking to strengthen. Um, A couple of other things that may be of interest to some people, certainly the people that engage with us most frequently might be interested to know, is that one of the things we continue to wrestle with is how do we evaluate our engagement? You know, how do we know if we've done it well enough? Um, I know that we need to be versatile. We need to have many ways, offer many ways and and, uh, times for people to be able to engage. But one of the things we continue to be asking, our counselors will ask us, you had X number of people respond to this survey. How do you know that was a successful engagement? And we don't know. We don't. Like, that's the fact of the matter. It's a messy, messy area. Some topics that seem to be like we're sitting in, in our municipal, you know, we're, we're sitting in the project team and we're thinking, this is so important. Thousands of people are going to want to be able to talk to us about this. And we go out and, and we don't get the 
uptake that we had thought or we know it's a topic that's like seriously impactful for many years to come if we're talking about something as important as our municipal development plan for example we're we're really going to be working this year we're going to be looking at other experts in the field across the province across the the country to try to determine best practices for how we evaluate whether an engagement campaign has been successful or not. And it's not the numbers, Sean. It's not just the numbers and the number of people. We need to be able to evaluate, did everybody who wanted an opportunity to provide feedback have an opportunity? So that comes back to communicating. That comes back to things like what we're doing right here. And we appreciate help from, you know, friends and partners like you to be able to help get the word out of how people can get in touch with us. It starts with communicating. It starts with people knowing that there's a hot topic to talk about mm-hmm. uh, or that there is an opportunity to come out and share information about something that is important to them. So it starts with people understanding that there is an engagement team, there is a way, uh, and we do place a high value on people getting in touch with us and providing their feedback, first of all. But then to be able to evaluate with confidence to say, did we run a successful engagement campaign? So over the course of this year, you're going to see us focus on that. We're going to look at what the performance indicators are. And we're really going to work with people across, like first of all, people who engage with us a lot. Mm-hmm. We have people that are not shy at all about telling us when we've done a sucky <laughs> job. And thankfully, they'll also tell us when we do a decent job mm-hmm. um, to be able to say, you know, uh, how are we going to be able to evaluate that? And I think it starts with being very transparent upfront to say, here's how much influence you're able to have over the decision, like if it's a decision to make or if it is um, deciding on a course of action, if it is guiding principles for a wayfinding strategy, for example. I think it starts with letting people know upfront how much their input will influence the outcome. Yeah. And so if we do a better job of that right at the start, then report back to say, look, we told you your input was going to be able to have this much influence. Here is specifically how what we heard influences what we're doing or, you know, the the strategy that we're developing. So that's another thing that we're going to be working on over the course of this year that we're going to be looking for, for help and we're going to be looking for feedback on. Yeah, I think that's totally important to know. Someone wants to decide on something where you're like, well, engineering should probably decide that, yeah. not you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, we want to know what you feel about it, but yeah. then we'll let the professionals take care of it. <laughs> yeah, and, and we also we always want to be just like, I think that we need to do better on, on stating it up front. Here's how much influence yeah. you can have over the decision, you right. know. So, so we're going to be trying to do that over the course of, you know, and get better at doing that over the course of the year. That's another area that we're going to focus on. So reporting back, being better upfront about, you know, how much your feedback is going to influence the decision. Um, and, uh, and all of this is guided by um, a public engagement policy that the council approves. You know, mm-hmm. we know that our council puts a high focus on engagement. We know that, um, you know, the, the council wants to really look at building trust with people by having meaningful, open, transparent dialogue. Those are not cliche. Those are not just buzzwords. We actually need to do it. Yeah. So council has directed us to do it, and we're really trying to figure out how we can do that best. Uh, we sincerely want to get better in how we do that. And so always we have people out there who hold our feet to the flames and, <laughs> and let us know when we do well, when we don't do it so well. But I think that the main thing is that we want people to continue to communicate and to engage with us to let us know how we can keep doing better with that. 
No, I totally agree, Nadia. Lots of knowledge here. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, thank you for taking the time today uh, for just educating us on what you've done in the past, how you've moved forward with it, what we're doing now, and where that's going to go in the future. I appreciate you taking the time today. Thanks, Sean. There's a whole team of us that are working with many, many very passionate uh, people in the municipality that are looking to get some good, good, good feedback and engagement in our next neighborhood engagement series. So I hope lots of people will come back, come out, come back to see us and come out to meet us in March when we have our neighborhood engagement series and when we do these engagements right across the region and communities. And hey, one more time uh, for the heck of it. What's that website? rmwb.ca slash participate. I love it. Thanks, Nadia. Thank you. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.